Mission Mobilization Chats with Ryan Shaw, Multiplying Mission Mobilization Movements. This podcast is powered by Global Mission Mobilization Initiative. Subscribe, watch, and listen on YouTube today. Find more exciting resources, teachings, and tools for mission mobilization on globalmmi.net. Welcome to episode number 21 of our Mission Mobilization Chats podcast, where we look at cutting edge topics related to mission mobilization across our denominations, our church networks, our organizations, and our ministries. So in this episode, we want to consider the importance of seeing mission mobilization as an entity or as a discipline uh, or study even of its own. All right, within the larger umbrella of the mission movement itself and the study of missiology. So looking at the idea of mobilization as a discipline of study under or related to the mission movement and also related to the study of missiology as a whole. So I've come to be convinced that it is of the utmost importance to see the foundations and the principles and the strategies and, and even most importantly, the biblical precedence and the missiology, if you will, of mission mobilization. I want to see this offered as courses in Bible schools and even at seminaries. So we need to be studying mission mobilization as a distinct field of overall missiology. I don't yet know. Now, I, I uh, travel a lot and I connect with a lot of different groups, but I don't yet know of one school of higher education right, that has incorporated mobilization as a course, let alone having it as a, a distinct field of study uh, in missiology. I remember uh, when I first, many years ago, I first met George Verwer. Some of you will know that name. He is the, the founder of Operation Mobilization uh, OM. And so I met him many years ago. And, you know, he's well-traveled, big leader in the mission movement. And so I thought, I want to ask him a very important question. And uh, if there's anybody that knows the answer to this question, it would likely be uh, George Verwer. And so I asked him if he knew of any training programs, formal training programs or even informal training programs that focused on mission mobilization specifically. So he took a moment to think and he said, you know, Ryan, no, I'm not aware, I'm not familiar of any training, informal or formal, that focuses on mission mobilization. And so uh, his response and being the stature and credibility of leader that George Verwer is, that was a big motivator actually in our launching the GMMI mobilization training schools that have now been fused under the name of the Global Mobilization Institute. So these are schools that are deliberately focused on training leaders to mobilize their, mobilize their own local ministries and denominational structures. So several years ago, I started working on uh, writing a new book and that's uh, called Rethinking Global Mobilization and now it's been, it's been published and it's out. Uh, hopefully some of you even have had the opportunity to, to maybe read it or will soon. So one of the reasons I wrote this book, Rethinking Global Mobilization, was because several years ago, I was actually seeking 
books related to mobilization for us to use in our training schools. I was looking for curriculum. And you know what? I could not find any books that defined mission mobilization. I could find many books that are used to mobilize people, okay, but that's a, that's a slightly different category. I wasn't looking for books used to mobilize people. I was looking for books that give definition to this category of ministry that we call mission mobilization. There was none that provided this. I could not find anything on a biblical missiology of mission mobilization. And so rethinking global mobilization, it actually seeks to provide this, a, uh, to give an overview of a biblical missiology of mobilization. And the hope with the book is that it will start a conversation on the nature of mobilization as a field. Again, that's what we're talking about in this episode, as a field of missiology that is evidently much broader and much more comprehensive than we've understood uh, mission mobilization to be. So as I've uh, gotten deeper in mission mobilization myself and been studying it in depth the last several years, I've come to understand, of course, mission mobilization is very, very deeply connected with uh, the overarching mission movement, with what we call cross-cultural mission, right? With the Great Commission. Mobilization is definitely connected to it, and yet there's a, def, uh, a, a desperate need, I would say, and a definite need even, to understand it and grasp it as its own entity as well. So it's separate, or I'm sorry, connected to uh, the mission movement, collect, connected to cross-cultural ministry, connected to the Great Commi Commission as a whole, but also a clearly separate entity so that we can study it even on its own all right and that becomes very important now most believers and ministry leaders that i've interacted with we don't usually think about mobilization the mobilization aspect of the body of christ when we think about global missions when we think about global cross-cultural mission uh, there's only a handful of leaders that i've met that instinctively think about this mission mobilization side uh, of uh, mission as a whole. We don't really ponder it very, very deeply. All right, that's why we need to bring attention to it and then also to call the body of Christ to say, hey, this needs some further study. This needs some in-depth understanding so that we can now enable our church leaders uh, in new and fresh ways. So I want to give some differentiation between what cross-cultural global mission is, okay, and then also how I understand mission mobilization. Not definitions per se, but just two distinct ways of understanding these two entities, if we can use that word again, okay, to understand that we're talking about two very different things. And when you lump them together, you're going to lose something, especially when you're talking about mission mobilization. And that's what we've done. We've lumped mobilization historically in mission together with cross-cultural global ministry without giving it its own space. So that's what we're talking about, giving it its own space. So let me give some, some overview understanding. So first, cross-cultural global mission. That is what we do among the unreached peoples of the world, right? 
We plant churches. We proclaim the gospel of the kingdom. We see uh, disciples made and developed and grown. That's cross-cultural global mission. Doing it in a cross-cultural way, but also among unreached peoples. All right? So we're not trying to reproduce this or do this in Christianized nation. That's not cross-cultural global mission, again, according to the biblical understanding. All right, so that's cross-cultural global mission. Now, mission mobilization is totally different. And yet, traditionally, we've tried to put the two together. Mobilization is a part of, of global mission. And it's true, it is a part. But we need to see it as distinct because it focuses on a polar opposite thing than cross-cultural global mission. So we said cross-cultural global mission is what we do among unreached peoples of the world. Making disciples, planting churches among them. Mission mobilization has nothing to do with that. Though that is an end result that we pray for by faith. Mission mobilization is what we do to help the global church. So cross-cultural global mission seeks to help the unreached peoples of the world, making disciples among them, planting churches among them. Mission mobilization doesn't focus on that. Mobilization is what we do to help the global church corporately to align and to become activated with God's unfolding, redemptive story among all the people groups, inviting believers, inviting every local fellowship to find their place in this grand storyline of God related to his redemptive purpose among all the people groups. That's mission mobilization. So you see, it has cross-cultural cross global mission as an end, of course, but we can't overlook the part, or the middleman, the part in the middle, okay, of mobilization and the key role that mobilization plays to actually uh, focus on the church and help her understand. So I like to say that mission mobilization is actually the fuel that enables the work of cross-cultural global mission to progress. So yes, we love cross-cultural mission. That is why we do what we do. We want to see Jesus glorified among all the nations. And yet, without this entity, this field of study, without growing in understanding mission mobilization as a standalone ministry, we're not going to be able to see the global cross-cultural uh, mission movement progress as effectively as it could. So without mobilization then maturing and becoming studied and understood more broadly, the global church actually will struggle with becoming activated in cross-cultural mission. And that's what we see, right? We see some laborers going out. We see some people caring about global cross-cultural ministry, but not yet enough. And definitely not the whole church and every nation understanding what global cross-cultural ministry is about. So what's the missing link? We would say the missing link is mission mobilization. It's that fuel that helps uh, the mission movement go forward. So actually in past episodes, we've touched a little bit on the important issue in mission mobilization of not only seeking to mobilize individuals, right? That's what usually when we think about mobilization, that's what we think of recruiting a few people who will go on some short term trips, maybe, and who will become long term uh, workers. And that's good. That's wonderful. That's a piece. But it's only a piece. Mobilization is actually uh, a lot bigger. So uh, what we've looked at is mobilization is not just about recruiting individuals, but there's actually an importance of seeking to mobilize 
in a communal way. Mobilize across even an entire local ministry. So what if we could see multitudes, thousands even, right, of individual local ministries as communities that are being mobilized together. Mobilized on the journey together. 50 people in a church, 100 people, 500, doesn't matter the size of your local ministry, but understanding or envisioning seeing the whole group moving on a journey from point A to point Z through the journey of being mobilized and understanding mobilization and being educated, inspired, and activated uh, in the Great Commissions. Great Commission. So one of the ways that I'm convinced that the Spirit is uh, changing things in mission is helping us see mission mobilization as moving from just this individualistic thing that we just talked about, this individualistic approach to recruitment to this communal approach. I, I think as I talk to people all over the world and I hear what the Lord seems to be emphasizing, God is a communal God and, he, and most of the world are communal cultures. So he, he wants to mobilize us using this part of our cultural uh, makeup. And so moving from the individual approach to this communal based approach, a whole community. A local fellowship being mobilized together. And you know what? This seems actually to be the most natural way that most cultures of the world operate in the first place. They function as uh, a community. They don't do just what the individual wants. They work together and they make decisions even together. So a whole church moving in this way. And so this form of mobilization, this seeing mobilization in this community type way, it will actually encourage the church to promote and to focus on something that they already want to do culturally. And that's move together in this mobilization thing. So when we talk about this, it should actually be understood, mobilize, the idea of mobilizing a local ministry together, it should be understood in the same way as we have many areas of study within specific areas of the church, right? So if you go to Bible school, if you go to seminary, you're going to have courses on worship. Okay, what is worship? How do we uh, help the people, the, the uh, followers of Jesus, the communities, those who are part of our churches, the, the congregation? How do we help them engage with God in worship? Whole courses. Okay, there's whole departments at seminaries that focus on this one subject. How about preaching? We hear about that all the time, right? We have courses about it. We have departments in our seminaries set aside for preaching. Children's ministry. We, and youth ministry. We have whole emphasis points in our uh, formalized studies. We study preaching. We study children's ministry. Discipleship. Okay, there are courses on spiritual formation and discipleship. Helping people move forward as true disciples of Jesus Christ. Prayer. Lots of courses in our Bible schools on prayer. All these are given a lot of time and a lot of effort in our Bible schools so that we grasp the, the, the biblical background so that as Christian leaders are being developed, they're understanding these areas of study that are pertinent for the local church. Yet, this idea of mission mobilization being studied at the same kind of a level and mobilization is meant just like worship, just like preaching, just like youth ministry, just like prayer, just like discipleship. 
Mobilization is meant to be integrated within our local ministries just as much as all of these other areas, these fields of study. And yet, the mobilization field has been left out. We don't talk about it in our Bible schools. We don't talk about it in our seminaries. We hardly ever talk about it even in reality uh, in our local ministry. So there's no conclusion then that we can come to except that a lack of understanding mobilization as a distinct entity, a distinct field of study has actually hindered our ability as the global church to effectively mobilize the church for her calling in the Great Commission. That's why I call mobilization the, the left out key or the overlooked key. We need to integrate it uh, back into the life of church, where uh, in the life of a local church, where it is meant to be. Now, this level of emphasis and study on mobilization, it's absolutely necessary with our local, within our local ministries. And so we want to ask some questions. We need to think. We need to put our thinking hats on, our missiology hats on, to begin to think about some questions related to mobilization. All right? And this helps us begin to dialogue and understand it as a, as a discipline of study that needs to be given a lot more uh, thought and a lot more emphasis. So what are some of the questions we want to ask when we see mobilization as a field of study? Well, one of it is, one of them, the first one, is we want to learn what contributes to a local ministry proving effective in mobilization. There needs to be study on that. Okay? What is it in the early church that made them so effective in turning the world upside down, maybe more so than any other generation of believers? That first church in the 70 years after uh, Jesus walked with them, that 70 years, they saw so much transform transformation. The whole Roman Empire uh, having the gospel preached across it. Wow. Okay. Why? We need to understand that. What did they have in their local churches that we don't have today? What were the core elements that contributed to their local churches proving so effective in mobilization? And then also we want to look at what hinders such fruit. So we want to look at uh, the contributions. What's being done in ministries that are so good at mobilization and calling their church to reach the unreached, not just a few people, but actually what uh, helping the entire congregation buy into their roles, even if they never leave their hometown. People don't have to leave that home church. They can still impact unreached peoples and unreached nations with the gospel. So that's the first question. What is contributing in local ministries to helping uh, them prove effective in mobilization? And then a second question, uh, what are hindrances? What are barriers? These are scientific kind of questions that, that we want to be asking. It's going to take some research. We're going to need to study in our own countries, uh, in India, in Pakistan, in Kenya, in Nigeria. We're going to need to study churches and denominations and see what have they done that works and then analyze the trends so we can pull out uh, similar kinds of things that these groups are doing. And wow, it's producing so much fruit. These groups are not doing it and it's not producing any. Then we have some information. We have data that we can start to build on. 
This is why we need to study mobilization a lot more effectively. So what are the hindrances to ministries becoming activated and growing in mission mobilization emphasis? That needs to be studied. What are uh, things that are being left out? What are mindsets? What are outlooks? What are uh, common paradigms today, even traditional paradigms, that might not necessarily align with the Word of God and, and the Spirit of God, but are common outlooks that are habitual ways of thinking in our local ministries that are actually hindering uh, them from being mobilized from within? These are questions we want to ask. What is keeping local ministries from producing mobilization fruits for the kingdom of God? This is a huge question. So I think we're going to close with that. And we want to ask you as we close this time off, what's God saying to you? How can God uh, invite you to begin thinking of mission mobilization in more of this broad, comprehensive, holistic kind of a way? that even pushes us to now begin to see it as this field of study that needs deliberate research. Is that something you can be involved in? I would love to see in the coming five years, 10 years, 20 years, where people are doing doctoral level dissertations on this idea of mobilization as an entity as a field of study, studying, researching these ideas of what is contributing and what are the hindrances to local ministries in your particular country context actually taking off with mission mobilization. We have so much to learn from one another across the body of Christ. But step one, and this is where I think we are at, at this point with mission mobilization, very few people are actually doing that research that is necessary. Gathering that data and then with widespread data, being able to pull out the trends and the principles that the global body of Christ so desperately needs if we're going to prove faithful and, and uh, uh, producing fruit, faithful and fruitful in moving forward in mobilization. So I want to close by just saying the Lord bless you as you press into this topic of mission mobilization as you seek to understand the heart of God related to this ministry. Okay? God has specific purposes that we see all through the Word of God. We just don't apply them that often to our local ministries in the modern world. Okay? He has so much to say related to the subject of mission mobilization. And why do, why do we care about this? Why does it matter? Because we want to hasten the fulfillment of the, uh, of the Great Commission and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ back to earth through the whole body of Christ becoming involved. Not just little pockets here and there. We need the whole church, the global church from every national background understanding mission mobilization and implementing it into their local ministry context. Amen? Let me close us in prayer. Father, we thank you for this subject of mission mobilization. Lord, seeing it as a field of study might be new for many of us. Seeing it as a distinct discipline that needs study. Lord, we're asking, God, that you would help expand that idea, expand that concept. Lord, we need to go deeper 
in understanding mobilization. We need to go further. We need to see more tools developed based in research. And so, Lord, we're asking, God, that many who are viewing this podcast episode, Lord, would be motivated, would be stirred by the Spirit of God to say, Hey, maybe that's me. I, I wanna. I love mobilization. I, I've, I've kind of gotten into it a little bit, but I'm barely scratching the surface. I know there's so much more to grasp. I want to give myself to this. Lord, we ask that you would touch hearts towards that end, even right now. Lord, that together as a mobilization community, we would see mobilization understood across the global body of Christ. Lord, we're asking for that. And we're praying that not only would it be understood, but it would be put into the center of the global church priorities, not out on the periphery where it tends to live right now. We know this is your plan, Holy Spirit. We know it's your desire. So we say, come, Lord Jesus, and have your way towards this end. We love you and bless you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. The Lord bless you. To listen to more Mission Mobilization Chats, subscribe on YouTube or go to globalmmi.net.